Well, welcome everyone. This is JP Maroney, Harbor City Capital, and this is another episode of The Deal Flow Show. So um, I'm here in New York City at Harmony Club at the LinkBridge Investors Conference and met up in advance. We connected on LinkedIn first, right? Absolutely. And then had a chance to meet up in person yesterday and again today with Noah Shipman from Vistara Capital Partners. And you guys are doing some interesting stuff with growth capital uh, that's a little different than maybe the average thing that's out there. It's a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and uh, kind of a hybrid. And I wanted to talk about that, but also you and I talked yesterday about stories. So yeah. we're gonna have to get into some stories while we're here. But um, why don't you just very briefly give sort of an elevator pitch on what y'all do so it sort of sets the framework. Sure, so uh, Vistara, was uh, founded a little less than five years ago, uh, and we provide unique forms of growth capital to technology companies around uh, North America. There's some great providers of, of equity out there, uh, fewer providers uh, of debt, just given technology companies are in growth mode and that doesn't fit uh, the, the profile of, of most lenders. Uh, we get creative so that entrepreneurs uh, and uh, early investors don't have to make that choice between growth or dilution. They can both grow and retain ownership and control uh, over the companies that they're putting in the hard work to build. What does a typical deal like this look like then, just as a kind of a framework of understanding what that really means in play? So our, our average deal size is about uh, 10 million. Uh, we'll provide uh, capital for three to five years, and typically the, they're uh, there'll be a, an interest rate uh, attached to it, uh, but the trade-off is really sort of maybe providing us one to two percent uh, ownership of the company uh, for our efforts and support versus for the same amount of capital an entrepreneur uh, and company is typically providing about 15 to 30 percent ownership to a, a typical venture fund uh, in that scenario. How early are y'all coming? Are you coming in pre-revenue ever, or is it more with traction, companies it, with traction? It's companies with, it's companies with traction. So uh, most of our companies tend to be between about 10 to $50 million uh, of revenue. Uh, we can go smaller than that uh, if there's some extraordinary growth uh, rates and, and, uh, and operating metrics. Uh, but we really look at what a company is doing, uh, who the management team is, the end market that they're working in. Uh, we're less concerned, uh, and certainly more than anyone else who's going to lend money to tech companies uh, about who, the, uh, who the, the, the individuals and funds are on, on the cap table. So there's, there's venture debt, uh, and we differentiate, uh, we consider ourselves more growth debt uh, than, than venture debt because we will uh, back both those who, are, who have great uh, equity funds in the mix, and we'll also uh, back companies uh, where entrepreneurs still own 100% of their companies. So much more focused on uh, the quality of the, the company, the quality of the revenue, um, and uh, the management team is running it. Now you mentioned tech, so how much, um, how much ultimately is it tech or do y'all ever venture outside of that? So tech can be pretty broad. I mean, there's uh, uh, the famous quote by Andreessen Horowitz that uh, software is eating the world. And software um, and, and other forms of technology are really becoming uh, really core to, to many companies. So when we define tech, uh, we say it, it's, it's sort of tech and tech-enabled services. So it doesn't have to be deep intellectual property, uh, but you have to be using tech uh, as your core offering or as a significant point of differentiation from your competitors. 
Uh, we've done mostly software companies. Uh, we have done some IT services uh, companies. We also have done a hardware company. We've done a, a, a large car sharing marketplace. Uh, so if, uh, if, there's a, a, if technology is a key component of your offering, uh, we're a pretty open-minded bunch. And then, so your exit on that is predefined on the debt side because you've got a specific window there. But what are y'all looking at for exit on your, your equity side? Yeah, great question. So uh, we can get refinanced in a number of different ways, and that's why uh, it's pretty flexible. We can be used kind of short, medium, or longer term. Uh, what we're not is, is permanent capital. Uh, which comes in the form of equity. Uh, and, and so for, for us, um, our, our exit, we will kind of make a, a baseline return uh, off the debt. But what gets us you know, really excited is being a, you know, a true partner to these companies. And our capital will often you know, enable a company to you know, double and triple in size. Uh, for that, we will often take you know, some warrants or have a, a conversion feature. Um, so we'll make a baseline return uh, off of the, just the debt piece in kind of two, three, four years, um, which is sort of great sort of ongoing uh, you know, cash flow for, for our investors. Uh, but where we really win uh, is when the company wins and, and, and grows and increases its, its value dramatically, uh, of which we take only a, a very small piece of that and leave uh, the bulk of that to, uh, to the uh, equity investors uh, and, the, uh, and the management team. What is the time window of learning about something and then ultimately making an investment? What does it typically look like? Uh, we like to say that we work in, in weeks rather than months. Uh, so uh, from, from meeting a company uh, to term sheet uh, can be as, uh, as quick as sort of one to two weeks. Uh, and the whole deal process is often sort of around eight to 10 weeks. So, uh, you know, we're not the, the overnight, you know, lender of, of last resort. Uh, we're not sort of a distressed lender. Uh, we're here to enable growth, uh, but we can do so in a very timely manner. Uh, a lot of equity deals will take, I'd say anywhere from sort of three to six months, uh, oftentimes much longer. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, so we can, we can step in uh, uh, in a much uh, quicker time frame. Okay. What is the due diligence process for y'all? What are you, not the mechanics so much, but what are y'all really looking for? So it's, it's interesting. Uh, our product is, is and solution is somewhere between sort of traditional debt and traditional equity. And I'd say our, our process sort of mirrors uh, that. So it is uh, lighter touch than uh, a typical uh, equity financing. There's not a quality of earnings. Um, we're not going to do a, a deep technical uh, audit of your code. Uh, we're not going to do you know, psychological profiling of, of the executive team. Um, we're there to really understand sort of what's, what's really important to, uh, to us, which is the quality of your revenue, um, speak with a few of your customers, uh, understand you know, why they were working with you in the first place, uh, why they chose you over the you know, umpteen competitors that are, are generally uh, present in, in any space. Uh, and then uh, have interviews with, with management to see if these are, are people that, that we trust and, and want to work with. So there's a lot of focus on, uh, for us at least, on the composition and the quality uh, of the revenue. Uh, and, and then, you know, if we think that, you know, is this really important to uh, their customers' operations? Uh, is it a nice to have? Is it a must have? And we like to work with companies that are, are, are very important um, so that, uh, you know, even, even if there's a recession uh, or, or there's, you know, a, a slight dip or some change at the company, that, that, 
that the product that, that our portfolio companies are selling are, are critical or, or at least uh, very important to, uh, to the customers which they service. We talked a little bit about stories yesterday. What, um, when you think about some of the success stories that you all have created, what comes to mind is maybe one of the most interesting things over the last 12 months or maybe 24 months that you all participated in? Sure, so uh, we had a, a, a fantastic deal uh, and, and relationship with a uh, San Francisco-based company called GetAround. And uh, GetAround is a car-sharing marketplace, and it's also technology that gets embedded uh, into cars that are, are rolling uh, off the lot or going to be rolling uh, off the lot uh, in the future from companies like Toyota, uh, enabling uh, that consumer to share and rent their own car out. So think about sort of Airbnb uh, for cars. Uh, uh, they had a very, uh, they had a, mo a business model which wasn't particularly attractive to, to banks and they were between rounds of financing. Uh, they had a couple of, of really valuable uh, contracts which they were on the cusp of signing and they wanted to get those across the line uh, and allow those to mature over a period of time before they did their next equity raise because they knew they could get a massive premium. Uh, if they had, uh, if they had this, uh, and they were sort of uh, operating at, at at full steam uh, with those contracts, so uh, they had another lender who uh, was maybe willing to provide them one or two million. Uh, we really saw the value in the company. Uh, we provided them a a seven million dollar uh, facility. Uh, they then, you know, took our capital. Uh, their next uh, equity raise was at a significant premium uh, to that. Uh, uh, fast forward another about a uh, year later, and they took uh, three million, three hundred million rather, uh, from SoftBank. So the capital that that we provide full acquisition or in just an no, just in, in in a minority wow. in a, in a main minority deal. So so our uh, seven million dollars at a critical point uh, to get around enabled them to uh, to not have to raise that amount of capital uh, until they were uh, uh, raising from SoftBank uh, at a. Uh, $600 million plus valuation. So uh, the early investors uh, and the management team uh, have a lot more ownership uh, in their genes uh, because they, they partnered with us. Uh, great team, um, they're killing it. They just made a, another multi-hundred million dollar acquisition. Uh, they're very close to uh, uh, unicorn status and uh, we're, we're, we're thrilled to have played a role in, uh, in their growth. How are y'all in terms of deal flow? Do you feel overwhelmed or is it um, are y'all looking for more? Where where are you at in that cycle? Uh, there is never there never enough to look at. So oh, okay. so uh, we see probably at, at least two hundred to two hundred and fifty deals a year. Uh, we're looking to do kind of plus or minus six deals a year. So so we feel like we have a, a very good number of deals to to select from. Uh, but as we scale uh, our own our own business, uh, we'll need more and more. And uh, you know any fund uh, is is you know. There's a comment that a fund is only as good as its deal flow. Uh, I'd say, uh, obviously, your, your investment lens is also very, very important. Uh, but the more conversations that we can be in, uh, the, the better, the better uh, deals that we'll ultimately uh, sign. So uh, I just like, I think, uh, anyone else that's an ambitious fund manager is always looking for more deals. When y'all, um, when you're first approached, what's the best way, what's the best thing to throw over the transom with y'all? I mean, what is it that you're like, you want to look at? Uh, I just think we need a, a basic description uh, of the business, where it's at, and where it's going. So right. I, I think you know, for us, um, 
all we do is is tech. So uh, we're, you know, we're not going to look at a, a retail operation. We're not going to look at an industrial operation. So um, to make it worth you know anyone's while, uh, they've got to you know filter for investors just like we have to filter for deals. So uh, you know, come to us uh, if you uh, you operate a technology company that's in expansion mode. Um, you know, that's those are the type of companies that, that we're attracted to and and uh, and that we're funding. So uh, you, you have to be more than just an idea. Uh, you have to have that traction. You've had to show product market fit. Um, so you know, show you know where you've been, where you're at, kind of where you're going to uh, over over the next couple of couple of years. Uh, and, and then I think it's ultimately uh, after passing that first screen to to get on the phone so that we can uh, have a chat. Uh, we can sort of ask about the business, uh, learn more, and, and see if it might be uh, might be a fit. So I'd say just you know some key metrics around uh, revenue. Uh, around key operating metrics like uh, retention, uh, you know, are they growing within accounts? Uh, are they signing new logos? Um, are they, you know, operating in a particular, you know, vertical? Uh, are they looking to go much broader? Um, just, you know, the, the the strategic elements of of why they're really seeking growth capital and why it makes sense, you know, for us to to get involved and in, and in, uh, and help fund that. All right, yeah. excellent. Well, I appreciate it. Again, Noah Shipman no, from uh, Vistara Capital, and uh, it's good to have you yeah. on. It LinkedIn, or what's the best way for someone to reach out to you all initially, or maybe on your website? What uh, absolutely. You? So I'd say visit our visit our website. Uh, my email address is there. Our centralized email address is there. Uh, uh, that's a great way to to facilitate uh, an introduction to to myself, my partner, or, or uh, others uh, at our fund, uh, and take it from there. Sounds good. Okay. All right. This Thanks has so been much. JP Maroney, and we'll see you again on another Deal Flow show.